love you, man. All right, I love you too. Go to sleep. I guess I'm in the mood in my devotions lately to do uh, movie uh, quotes and scenes, that one being from the movie Say Anything from the 80s. And uh, I think the meaning of it, the chill meaning of it, will come clear to you as we get through this devotion. Well, it seems like a long time ago that the human race went into hibernation, doesn't it? About a month ago, actually, although I think I did spend the first Saturday at Costco. And I want to be clear, I was shopping, just normal shopping. I didn't even buy any toilet paper. I was not hoarding. But I remember going into this with school being canceled, kind of with, what, an hour notice or something like that? It was going to be canceled starting Monday, and the panic that went up about educating our kids, both from teachers and parents, was incredible. What are we going to do? And I've seen and heard parents even now feeling like failures and teachers feeling inadequate at this new and unprepared for time of what is hopefully a temporary chapter in education. And there are other areas, too, where it seems like our addiction to busyness has stirred up the desperation of, well, it's stirred up the desperation of an addiction without a fix. Now, maybe it's calmed down a little by now. And I know both our piano and dance teachers for my daughter Zoe have adjusted to online learning. And schools and even limited sports instruction has adjusted too. But I remember from the start, (laughs) as our daughter watched all four seasons of Liv and Maddie on Disney+, Plus, five full times through in the first two weeks. Yes, you can do the math. That's five times through of four seasons. That's 20, about eight, eight episodes a season. That's like 160 episodes of television. Both Karen and I, we did limit the screen time after this, but both of us were like, you know, I I just don't think missing her third grade year is going to affect her long-term career choices. Truthfully, the thing she'll miss out on most will be the social aspect of friends and warmth of a good teacher. But there were also other benefits of together time and just a break from the breakneck schedule. It wasn't all bad, and it honestly wasn't worth freaking out over. Okay, I have to shift gears here, lest those listening think I am being all judgy or holier than thou on those who were panicking. I'm not. I went into kind of a panic mode with my church work as well at first and totally neglected other opportunities I had to just be with my family, trying to figure everything out. What I want to get across here is an actual prayer I have for myself, and it goes like this. Chill the hell out. I know, that doesn't sound like a prayer, does it? Maybe it's more of kind of a holy mantra, but I mean it when I say it. Now, usually that saying is barked at someone you think is overreacting, but I use it as a reminder to myself. Chill the hell out is a holy mantra of asking Christ to exercise the demons of fear and the busyness or panic or misplaced anger or worry that comes from that fear. It is asking Jesus to breathe in his peace, very much like in our text for this past Sunday from John 20, to breathe in that peace so that those fears and anxieties and shortcomings can return to their home in hell. I mean, that's where they belong, isn't it? And it's a prayer I offer to you as well, to breathe in the peace and life the risen Christ gives to you and to breathe out the hell, whatever shape that death-dealing fear takes. 
It's interesting to me that Jesus often proclaims forgiveness or peace to a person before he actually cures their blindness or demon possession or other malady. It's like the healing of the soul is primary and then the physical ailment can be addressed. You know, I think for all of us, that restoration of the soul bleeds into the other aspects of our being, as if healing emanates from the center. The odd side effects of this holy mantra for me is it actually frees me up to worry about the more important stuff, like refugees who are boiling garbage to make something to eat, or people having to say their goodbyes to loved ones through glass or through a screen, or just simply trying to mine the gifts of family time together. We are told in 1 John 4.18 that there is no fear in love, but that perfect love casts out fear. That is the gift we have and have to give from a resurrected Jesus. The peace we hold and that we give away. The love that holds us all, giving us a breath of life and a place to lay our burdens and anxieties down and to see anew. Amen.